It's time to start the show. That's right, folks. It's time to start the show. It's true. We're here. We're gonna talk in your ear. It's radio. Free tote bag. And I'm Donovan. And I'm Arthur. That was an absolute banger of a show tune, my friend. Thank you. More original music coming from the pod to inject some festivity into your yearly festivities. You love a festivity. Uh, uh, fuck. I quit smoking. Fuck yeah. Jesus, you're doing challenge mode doing that right I, now. I know. I know. Why do I decide to do these things when I decide to do them? Uh, no one can say. But uh, I'm doing it with the patch. Got a little patch on my arm, and it's weird. It's like hollowing out the cravings. Like I'll I'll reach for the vape, and I'll be like, oh, I want a vape, but then it won't have the same urgency as if I just really needed to smoke and wasn't wearing a patch. You know what I mean? So it's it's strange. Anybody who's used one kind of knows what I'm talking about. I think. Uh, no, right. I I switched from cigs to vaping to snus, kind of in that order, like mm-hmm. uh, uh, mouth tobacco. And a little pouch. I don't know. We talked about it before. It's got the Fugs metal or whatever. Yeah, it's Fuck Bavard into metal and cock salt. Yeah. Yeah, and the cock salt. Who could forget? But yeah, I, f- I feel that. It, it. You still get the the kind of like autopilot reach for your thing yep. or your yep. pack of smokes or whatever. But yeah, it doesn't have the, the like, there's not the physical, oh, I fucking need this. Yeah. It's I, just like you can kind of acknowledge it and move past all right. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Uh, and so whenever I really have that crave, I reach for the vape. I go, oh, no, it's not there. We're not doing that. And then I, I put a put a piece of, I'm going to plug them. I put a piece of extra spearmint gum in my mouth. Extra. For when you want to not smoke. <laughs> Enjoy yeah. some extra. You gotta make sure though it's if it's the sugar free kind, don't be like me in high school and chew like two whole packs and then get big diarrhea. Mm, yeah, xylitol will do that to you. That's the fucking yeah. the fake sugar they use in gum. Uh but yeah, I, I told all this stuff about quitting to a coworker and they were like, Are you doing it cold turkey? And I said, Oh no, 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 no. I have lozenges in my pocket and I have a fucking uh patch on my arm. I am doing this warmest turkey. This is a very warm turkey. <laughs> Yeah, you need some buffs for doing that right now. You yeah. gotta like even out the playing field a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually pretty cool as like a nicotine system. Like if I was gonna keep using nicotine and do it as a patch, it's actually kind of dope because you just have it all day. Right. I mean, yeah, that's why I like the snooze. It's not such a like intense peak. Yeah. And then you get kind of jittery quickly afterwards. You could keep it in for like an hour or two. Yeah. It's pretty fucking tight. That's right, everyone. Use nicotine. <laughs> There's one thing you can take away from this program. It's that. I do have an actual PSA. Oh, yeah? Subscribe to our Patreon, folks. Do it. Our Patreon is $3 a month. Yeah, it's patreon.com slash RFTB. We got like nine episodes. Yeah. There, so you sign up. You got fucking nine bonus episodes. We got Jake Flores on there. Mm-hmm, we got mm-hmm, Zisty mm-hmm. on there. We mm-hmm. got Dylan. It's uh, it's a hoot and a holler. And uh, fucking appreciate the support. What better way to get festive at this time of year than gifting yourself and all of your loved ones an RFTB Patreon subscription? Let's give them a hand, folks. All right. Patreon.com slash RFTB. Uh, speaking of gifts, I have received a package in the mail today from uh, from friend of the show, Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a certain co-host. <laughs> yeah, a certain co-host of the program uh, just out of fucking nowhere sent me a big box of Kratom. <laughs> I knew you were going through the bad seasonal effective shit and the uh, and the hell work doing retail right now. No. I don't th- shit has given me a little help before. Uh, I figured that could help you out too. What did you think of it? Uh, well, I'm still kind of buzzing on it. Uh, actually, because of what, what I dosed up at like 6.30, it's like 9 now, so I got another two hours or so of, uh, of, of riding this. I, I ate way too, I, wait, <laughs> I ate way more than is recommended, because <laughs> I fucked up and like misremembered the directions. Uh, but Arthur texted me, uh, I ate, how many should I take? Uh, I ate 12 grams. 
Should I pull Trig? <laughs> Should I pull Trig? Should I call dinosaurs right now? Um, but uh, yeah, it turns out uh, no. <laughs> it turns out that was a, a good introduction. I I think it's a good idea to like p- fucking push the limits at the start. This is good drug theory for everybody. If you want to get into <laughs> doing any sort of substances, definitely push the limits your first time out. That's bad. Don't do that. Disclaimer. Don't. Reverse psychology on the impressionable teens, right? Uh, but yeah, it's it's fucking fun little buzz. Uh, I can recommend if you're dealing with uh, uh, anxiety and you have a stomach for substances. Yeah, it is a little gnarly tasting, but there's stuff you can do to mitigate it. Oh, I just drank uh, it. I I didn't even really stir it. Like I just like filled it in the sink and then like washed it back and then like kept filling it and washing it back. You got one big jungle bubble. Yeah, I can drink. Uh, I can drink gross shit all day. I used to drink <laughs> liquor all the time. <laughs> Good fucking times. Oh yeah, man. I'm glad. I'm glad that's going. You know, I'm seeing it become a little bit more into the mainstream consciousness. Yeah. And I think it's a good thing. It, it's helped me with some anxiety and depression in the past. I know a lot of people it's fully like gotten off of opiates who were yeah. you know, addicts in the past. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just a pretty good thing. You know, it's a little weird since it's not that well known. Uh, but yeah, if you got any of those issues, I'd encourage folks to, to look up on it. You know, you, you got to be careful not to overdo it. Mm-hmm. Like anything, do you kind of want to keep your keep the amount small? Uh, but yeah, I I think it's good. I think it was time we came out as the Kratom Daddies that we are. <laughs> That's us, MidwestKratomDaddies.com. Also, <laughs> also redirects to our podcast. It doesn't yet. Probably goes to Street Fight, to be honest. <laughs> it's their Insta logos. Both of them as a cartoon. It's just Kratom Daddies. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good fucking times. Yeah, what do you say we uh, get into the fucking meat and potatoes of this program and answer some fucking relationship questions? I say, damn right. And I also say, I send my BF nudes a lot, but he doesn't do the same and it's getting frustrating. I don't know if this is the right place to post this, but I want other people's opinions on what to do. I may be wrong. Who knows? Not me. Well, actually, But my BF? Oh, you do know? I do, because that's the premise of the program, is that I do know. That's true. Oh, fuck, I know it too. <laughs> okay, but my BF and I send nudes sometimes. It's just my problem is I send way more nudes than he does. Basically, whenever he wants one, and if I can do it, then I will. But whenever I ask for one, he's like, ah, it's too much work, or I don't, I don't want to get up. <laughs> I just find it really unfair, but then I don't want to get mad or aggressive at him for just nudes. It just feels like I'm putting myself out there way more than he is, and it's a little frustrating. What should I do? And I was posted by 971 underscore Moby. Uh, is this actually Moby, do you think? It sure is. It's like He's been sending his smooth boy nudes, and he wants some hairy nudes in return. <laughs> uh, fuck, man. Like... Like, dude nudes are of lower value and so should be sent more often. <laughs> I think, you know what I mean? Like, it's I like think, a three to one ratio. Yeah, the exchange rate sucks. Um, but you're, you're, you're putting out all this fucking high value content and you're not getting much back. That sucks ass. For sure. Especially... With him just kind of being expectant about it like this and asking all the time when, like, he has to know he's not fucking sending basically any of these, it sounds like. Nah. I don't want to get up. It's too much work. What, to fucking take up? Well, okay. I will say this. Sending nudes can be a fucking uh, a calisthenic uh, uh, exercise. I was trying not to say exercise. Process? Um... Like, if you have to, like, bend around to, like, take a picture of your own butt, it's not easy. That's true. It is a workout. There's got to be... Somebody has to develop, like, modern yoga poses for the purpose (laughs) of, like, nudes. (laughs) Yoga poses for getting them angles. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The upward-facing butt would be a good modern yoga pose. Or bending your back all the way around so you can flip upside down with your camera and get a good-ass gooch pick. That would be called uh, Downward Gooch. 
<laughs> oh wow, perfect. <laughs> I mean, there there is an element to this where it's it, it's kind of weird. I mean, it's not weird. It actually it makes total sense. It's completely expected with how women are sexualized. Women's bodies more than yeah. men's. Yeah. Uh but there's there is like I've definitely had this for a while. And I feel like this is kind of more the norm is like guys don't know how to send nudes. No, no, clearly. Or they don't because it's like, you know, if, you, if you're if you're if you're a, a, a AFAB person mm. and, and you're taking the nudes, you got like you got some extra equipment to go here. You can do the top, you know, that's right. You can do the bottom. You can do both. Yeah. All kinds of things with the guy. It's kind of like it's kind of ass or ass or dick. Ass or dick. But then there's also like chest and collarbone and fucking shoulders like there's so like there there are things about a guy that are attractive that are not those parts but they're not considered like it wouldn't be a nude it would just be like right you know something else and i think that confuses people it certainly confused me sure because i remember being asked to send a nude for the first time and i was like what do I do? What do do we, I just take oh. a picture of my penis? That doesn't seem fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not great. Uh, though a good dick pic can be a work of art, uh, I have uh, perfected a technique where I backlight it. So Ooh. like, so it's like the like you know the lights coming in through the window, and I'm taking a shot down body, and it's like the the wang is in shadow, but it fully suggests the shape of it. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, some silhouette wang. Yeah, silhouette. Silhouette. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but I mean that those those are the good tips, basically. I got a good tip. I feel like, oh my god. It, <laughs> Getting the good, the angles, making the dick pic more interesting than just kind of pointing the camera down and pressing snap. Yeah, down with the flash on is so fucking horrifying looking. <laughs> it looks like a crime scene photograph. <laughs> yeah, you get one of those and it looks like something horrible happened. It's just dark but lit entirely by flash. <laughs> fucking creepy. Seen plenty of those. Not good. Like Gonzo and headlights. <laughs> with his fucking nose <laughs> oh that's good <laughs> what were we saying oh uh just angles no no flash no direct on yeah lazy shots so quit sending them if you're yeah if just quit sending quite so many nudes i mean clearly i would say I intuit from this that you're getting something out of sending the nudes, that you're enjoying showing off your body, and that's totally sick. Like, I love that. Um, but if he's not reciprocating and that is irritating to you uh, on some level, then you have to fucking cut off the tap. You got to stop sending them. Yes. You got to make a trade agreement. Yes. A nude for a nude. Yeah. Or perhaps two of his nudes for one of yours. You can determine the exchange rate. That's right. Uh, but... You know, that's kind of a fun way to go about it, I feel like. And also just also make it very clear cut, like, I want you to do this. I'm doing this for you. You know, I like when you do it, too. Yeah, mama wants a little uh, sugar. My The supply lines are running thin. Let's beef that shit up. Yeah. Before I put a tariff on these titties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, good, good luck with this, though. Yeah. I, I guess other thing when bringing it up. Maybe give them some pointers there, because I really do think a lot of guys just don't fucking know what to do, or maybe are self-conscious, that kind of thing. Yeah, maybe get specific about what you want to see. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I want to see them. Give me them fucking balls. I want to get that zoom lens in the belly button. Let me see what you got in there. Let me see the fucking lint little baby bunnies and shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we fixed it fixed it what's next what's next is this bf thinks giving him head is enough foreplay for me (laughs) basically what the title says whenever my bf and i are about to have sex i suck his dick and get him all ready but he thinks that counts as me too he always goes yeah you're so horny now aren't you when he's done nothing (laughs) (laughs) To get me wet or ready for sex. I enjoy giving him head because it makes him feel good. Uh, I just don't like that he expects me to be ready to be rammed. 
two question marks any help would be appreciated that was posted by sega takai woof yeah dude classic one right here unfortunately yeah you hear about this a lot i it's got to be a porno thing right I feel like that's a I feel like that's a big part, and it's definitely I feel like on the way out to an extent or becoming less of a thing. But guys just being like, "Yeah, I don't go down on women," just Ugh. publicly saying that like that's a cool, normal thing. Yeah, it's uh, it's not, and it sucks. No, so you gotta tell them. It's kind of right. this is a similar situation to the last one though, where like I think this dude is probably fully ignorant on this, which, like, doesn't excuse it. Right. But if he's if it's the same thing every time, or you have, like, even brought up foreplay, and he's like, oh, yeah, cool, you can suck my penis. <laughs> and then we will have sex. What if you sucked my penis, then I rammed you? That's not a good sequence of events. There should be a little more... Uh, just, a, just a little more for, for, for you, of course. Right. Uh, and I think like a big part of it, I'm thinking back to like early times that I had sex, like way back in the way back, uh, where, uh, it would, you know, she would touch, she'd be touching my wang and be like, sick, I'm all fucking ready to go. Let's do this. And they're like, wait, hold on. What do you, it's anything for, for me. And I'm like, what do I even do? <laughs> <laughs> so... He's got to know what to do, and the way that he's going to know what to do is by you guiding him. Guide this man. Right. I, th- I think it's another one of, of asking things. And don't get me wrong, like, you shouldn't have to do that. But if you're liking this guy, you know, if everything else is all right, you know, given a little uh, direction to it, yeah. uh, I, th- I think is the move there. Because it clearly gets it out there. And then if he's, st- if he's being a lazy about it at that point, once it is blindingly clear... Uh, that just sucking a dick is not enough foreplay for you. Yeah. Uh, then you can be like, okay, we can chuck this guy out in the trash. Right. Uh, for me, giving a guy head is enough foreplay for me. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I'm ready to fucking rock and roll and get some wiener in my mouth, and I'm like, woo. <laughs> That's another thing. Like, I mean, because that is the case with with some folks. Yeah. And the same with like being able to come from penetrative sex. Yeah. Like it could be you got a partner. This dude's had a partner in the past and that's what they did. And a partner at that time was into it. And so he's like, oh, okay, that's that's what you do. That's how you do foreplay. Yeah. I sit there. I hang out. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just fucking straight vibe, get some dome, and then it's time. No. No, sir. Uh, not for most people. Uh, I had a thought, but it's gone. The thought's gone. Well, in general on this, if everything else is good, if you think this is just coming from a place of ignorance, like, that still sucks. And if also, if that's too much for you, you can totally tell this guy to fuck off and find a guy who does know what foreplay is. But like I said, you know, if if things are good, uh, give some directions there. Even have a straight-up talk of, like, hey, uh, gotta do the stuff at the beginning, because, like, that's where I get my enjoyment out of it. If right. you're not somebody who's so into the penetrative sex. And if it's, if you are so not ready for sex that it's, like, difficult or painful, this is, like, an urgent fucking issue. Yeah, definitely. So, and and the other thing that concerns me here is, like, uh, I enjoy giving him because it makes him feel good. I just don't like that he expects me to be ready to be rammed. (laughs) (laughs) Who's ramming from jump? You don't ram yeah. at the jump. Well, I mean, the guy who's doing, who's getting ahead his foreplay, he's definitely ramming at the jump. That that's kind true. of dude, that's the kind of person who's like, sex, you just go as hard as you can <sighs> until you come. God. <laughs> that's it. Ugh, imagine. I will say, small update in the, I think there's only like one comment from OP, but small update in the comments. Mm. Uh, somebody was saying how they had a boyfriend for two years, almost never had an orgasm with him. And he said, you want to every time, question mark, question mark, which like, Jesus Christ. And OP's response is, uh, when I first started sleeping with my BF, he'd always be like, did you come, question mark? Uh, No, sir, you'd be able to tell. Mm -mm. 
So it sounds like he, he's aware of this and he's just still not doing a goddamn thing. Or maybe yeah. it's not even occurring to him that that's like, you know, it's something she probably wants. <laughs> right. And like, I feel like they are not at the level in terms of sexual intelligence where like orgasm is not the goal. You know what I mean? I think right. based on what I'm reading here is that it's it's still a very goal-oriented uh, sexual relationship. Uh, I, get, I get that impression. And she's just not getting there ever, which is, oof. There's no ages on this either. No, they could be Because I would 12. be interested. <laughs> Jesus, I <laughs> hope not that. But if these two are like... You know, eighteen or some right. shit. This yeah. is like an early partner. Like I, you know, it's you have to figure the, these things out. It makes a little more sense. But like, this is a couple of like thirty somethings. That's bleak as fuck on this guy. Get out of there. Yeah, dude. Oh god, I'm just thinking about thinking about the thirty two year old guy. Uh, it's very much a fucking uh, uh, Felix Biederman, uh, uh, Thanos flat brim hat guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, foreplay, slugging monster, and getting my knob schlobbed. Schlobbed. Oof. What collection, collection of consonants that is. Yeah, I didn't like that. Okay, good luck to you, Saget Sakai. Hopefully this uh, works out, and if it does not ditch this guy, find yourself a better one. Do that. Speaking of finding one... I found a question in the question box. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, That's right. I was digging around in my pockets and I found a little box and inside that little box, an elf jumped out and he said, if you'd like to ask questions to Radio Free Topag, you can send your questions in anonymously without making an account at rftb.me or at instagram.com slash radio free tote bag. You type it in the text box, you send it, and then we read it, and we answer it, and the goblin does a little dance from the box. <laughs> Is it a goblin or an elf? Those are different races. They have different an, stats. Okay, there's, there's an elf who, who gives you the details on the question box when and it then, opens, and then, and then, then there's also a goblin who hops out and he does a little boogie. Okay, all right, all right. He's doing the Carlton. <laughs> He's breakdancing, folks. <laughs> he did a backflip on the dance floor. He's that fucking guy. Okay, I'm sorry. This is a serious question in here. I'm getting out of my uh, goblin mode and into question answering mode. Howdy, my dudes. Howdy. Howdy to you, too. I need help, question mark, question mark. I am non-monogamous, and both of my partners are men. We keep things pretty separate, but we do all get along and hang out pretty often. I just recently discovered that this woman I've had a crush on for years feels the same way about me. I'm, of course, super excited about it, but I'm also extremely nervous. I don't really have the same freedoms that my partners do, and the freedoms I do have, I've had to pull teeth to get them. I've been bothered by that for a while, but I know if I keep pushing for me to have more partners slash openly date, that I will lose one, if not both, of my current partners. I have extreme anxiety about bringing this up to my partners to essentially ask permission to get in contact, but I do feel like I'm missing a whole part of my life that I could be living. I can't tell if this is me being extremely selfish or if it's a just cause to fight for. It's just cause to fight for. Yeah. Say, uh, the lack of equity in the non-monogamy seems weird to me. Uh, that's not to say that there aren't functional non-monogamous relationships where there isn't that level of equity. I just don't think I would be comfortable in one of those. Granted, I'm not comfortable in one of those at all. <laughs> so <laughs> what the fuck do I know? Uh, but if that's something that you want, uh, then that's something that you should have. Yeah, absolutely. I, I you know, I, I've never been in a non-monogamous relationship. I only kind of, you know, know folks who are in them. And I've, I've, that, this definitely, I was like, that does not seem right. No. Like, that doesn't seem good. And like you said, Arthur, like, maybe that works for some folks, but like, I, I everybody would have to kind of be happy with that arrangement. And question asker here clearly isn't. Yeah. Um, 
but it's fucking tough, you know, because if you like you, you like these partners and especially like right now where like I don't know if you live together, uh, it's difficult to do a breakup right now. Yeah. You know, even if things aren't good, if there's still these good elements to it, like that anxiety coming up, I, I, I get that. And that's that's tough. Um, but you gotta you can't let that cloud you like you being fulfilled here, you know, because, I mean, you've said it outright. You you want to be able to do this and they're not letting you and they'll leave. If you do that, that seems pretty fundamentally incompatible and it yep. seems shitty on their end. Don't love that. Uh, so I think you have to kind of. Uh, very, you know, we say it all the time in very clear terms, communicate what it is you desire. And if that is displeasing to one or both of these partners, they're either going to have to get over it or maybe you pursue something with this uh, lady you got a crush on. I've been seeing a lot of memes lately that are like bisexual women uh, can date women, but choose to date sad gamer boys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as, yeah. a, as a sad gamer boy, I'm like, yeah, I don't get it either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's me too. And, uh, I mean, I in my case, I get it because I got a cool mustache. <laughs> I got a cat. Uh, I've got a half full Nalgene right now if you're looking mm. at hydrated. Marry me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I want to list my credentials. You got to list yours. I'm gonna, Oh, let's hear them. Yeah. Let's hear them. Uh, I own a number of power sweaters. Uh, <laughs> I just quit smoking. And uh, I just found out I enjoy Kratom. We can talk about that. Hey, I had a peanut butter sandwich at lunch. Yeah, I, I had fucking Panda Express. How about, how's about that shit? We got lots of topics to converse about, folks. <laughs> They're in those profiles are there. Sad gamer boys for free. <laughs> Only no, it's a paid service. Sad gamer boys from us, it's a paid service. Okay, sad gamer boys for three dollars at patreon.com slash RFTV. <laughs> um I'm I'm looking through this again and especially that I don't really have the same freedoms that my partners like do. That. It sounds like they're going and dating people and they're yeah. cool with that but they're not okay when you do it and like not only is that just clear cut uh unequal i feel like that has probably some influence from kind of our whole culture of men can hook up with lots of people but women can't yeah that sucks and maybe some jealousy or something going on in there and you got to have that stuff sorted out if you're going to be in a poly situation like this not to you question asker to these partners who are not letting you do your thing I'm just well, imagining doing theirs. I'm imagining the scenario where you're like, uh, well, uh, there's somebody that I've known for years and I'd really like to get to know them better. I think maybe we could have something together. And then the two of them in unison say, What? We're not enough for you? <laughs> and it's like just the the asymmetry of that is so silly to me. Like the idea that like well, you can date both of us, but you can't date both of us and this other person that seems strange, especially when they're dating around. It seems very not cool. Yeah, definitely not. And I mean, even if they were somehow like just in a vacuum and, and fine for some reason, just the, the simple fact that you are not fulfilled here. Yeah. I think that's all the justification that you need. Yes. That you want. This is enough justification. To get after it, I, I hope you can, you know, work through this easily enough, because that is a stressful, anxiety-inducing you know, situation. You have these established relationships. Even if an aspect's bad, it's still hard to cut those out sometimes when there's, you know, good parts to it. It sounds like there are. So I hope they fucking come around on this, uh, as opposed to, you know, keeping their fucking feet in the mud on, like, a really basic ask, it seems like. For sure. Uh, we got a stub right here. Stub me. Hey, how are you? <laughs> That's just in the question box. We're good. I'm pretty good. Yeah. I have a cool mustache. I got a stripy cat. I had a peanut butter sandwich for lunch. Number of power sweaters. Recently quit vaping. So. Answered. I punched the mic. That's fine. To put a to put a you know I'm period. I'm gonna fucking I'm fucking do it. Our yeah. Right now. Double punch. That's right, folks. We don't play by the rules here. <laughs> 
I'm going like, to take off the pop filter. We, we you like, can't make me use it. We like to create viscerally unpleasant soundscapes for people to listen to. <laughs> I'm going to rev my motor scooter right up next to the microphone. Yeah. And then I'm going to do a sick screeching wheelie in my fridge room. I'm going to fucking... I was trying to avoid chewing gum on the mic, but I kind of fucking have to because I really want to vape. So Yeah, I mean, that's fair. That's, that's what's getting you through it this time. Yep. I made In it, return, we'll put the pop filter back on. Yeah, I made it 30 minutes. It's pretty good. Fucking rolling, homie. Yeah, bam. All right, what do, what do we got coming out of the question box? We've stubbed our toes. Uh, but I found some Neospore and a Band-Aid, so we're chilled to move on to the next one. We are. Uh, I found an unexpected, yet expected, kink. <laughs> Ooh. Over the past few days, my girl and I have been fucking practically every single day, and I slowly started to lose momentum and needed a quick little switch up to our bedroom scene, so my GF has been recently getting into Bible study and Christianity because she thinks it's interesting, even though she's atheist slash agnostic, and that itself gave me an idea. I used to go to church from 4th to 8th grade and was a concrete slash strong believer up until this year. Second year at uni. I don't see fucking college just like turning these kids into atheists. <laughs> and now I almost reject the notion of religion entirely. So I asked her if she would read me the Bible as I do her from behind. She said, no. And that it would be too unholy. And if God was real, then we'd both 100% be going to hell. After a bit of convincing, I finally got her to do it. And holy fuck pun intended probably some of the best sex i've ever had in my entire life i felt so naughty and dirty as i railed her from behind and watched her struggle to read the bible (laughs) i know it's not that bad in quotes but to me it's almost like spitting in the face of god and i don't know why it turns me the absolute fuck on is there a name for something like this or maybe possibly other things i can explore branching off of this we're pretty vanilla not gonna lie TLDR, I, a former Christian, found out that I get really turned on fucking my girl as she tries to read the Bible out loud. That was posted by Yin Maestro. That's metal as fuck. That's uh, fucking hardcore, dude. Say that off the bat. Yeah. And you're pretty vanilla, but you're jumping into blasphemy kink. Yeah. Let's see if there's... I'm going to try to find that. Blasphemy. Blasphemophilia? Blasphemophilia? <laughs> Antichrist a jerk in it. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah, I think it's just called a blasphemy kink. That's what it is. Nice. Boom. Damn. I, I had a sixth sense for that name, apparently. Maybe I should uh, head on down to the Bible store if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so what is, is this... Okay, is there a name for something like this? We got the name, or maybe other things we could explore branching off from this. I mean, the basic thing here seems to be that you're kind of like crossing this norm, right? Like right. breaking a taboo. It's transgression. Exactly. So, I mean, what else is kind of in that wheelhouse that somebody could do if they're coming from a pretty vanilla ooh, place? Ooh, okay. So, here's where you are. Like, you're about to get down and dirty, and there's a bowl of guacamole next to the fucking bed. <laughs> And then she just fucking double dips that chip right as you're about to fucking <laughs> double dip kink. Jesus, I said stuff for vanilla people, man. <laughs> That's fucked. <laughs> um, ooh, here's here's a good one. You fucking you, okay? You, you go over to like you know like like you're gonna pretend like she's like uh like coming over to your house for the first time, right? And then uh-huh. she come, she comes to the door. And she just walks on your fucking carpet without even asking if she should take her fucking <laughs> shoes off. God damn it. I'm fucking getting turned on hearing all this stuff. <laughs> she's going to go. She's going to. Okay. She leaves the house. Uh-huh. You're hanging out inside. She ding dong ditches you like five times. Yeah. And then you fuck. And then you fuck. Okay. Actual answers here. Maybe like. Maybe like role play some other yeah, stuff because it's kind of, kind of like that. You yeah, know, that's pretty easy to do. Vanilla, you can kind of set boundaries pretty easily with that. I did see. I think maybe even just the reading is kind of like part of it because I saw one 
that really stuck with me. It was a porno thing where uh, this girl is trying to read out loud while the guy is stimulating her clitoris. Oh, I've seen shit like that. Yeah. So I think maybe part of it is like like the disruption or like having her try to focus on something while while she is experiencing uh, sexual pleasure. Yeah, true. I mean, that's a whole fucking kink type, too, uh, you know, related to this. And I think that's another one that's, like, pretty easy to get into coming from a vanilla place. Yeah, absolutely. Good answer there. Uh, maybe it, like, going a little bit farther into the kinky stuff, maybe some, like, cross-dressing type of stuff. Yeah, dude. If you're into that, that's another one I think that's, like, easy enough to kind of do. It's pretty transgressive. Yeah. You know, if... Coming from a vanilla place and all that. Yeah, wear one of her bras while y'all fuck. There you go. Like a headband. That seems good. Keep your hair, keep your bangs out of your eyes. Make sure your sweat doesn't drip from your bangs down onto your nose and drop into your partner's eyeball. (laughs) Not that that's ever happened to either of us frequently. Uh, Long hair problems. Yeah, but I mean, that's, that's kind of the deal. Look into those couple of kinks there. Like, look into... I mean, how would you articulate that? Stuff that's kind of transgressive? Yeah. What would you even call that? Uh, It's taboo. Yeah, Yeah. okay. So you're looking at, you know, kinks associated with that, and kinks associated with, like, your partner's focus on, the receiving partner's focusing on something, and the other person's doing their best. Yep. Uh, You're going to want to get, because I'm, did they talk about, is it it Catholicism that they're coming from with the background? just says christian okay former christian hmm i'm thinking uh a fucking role play priest and school girl get those like get that really problematic power dynamic involved <laughs> jesus the classic <laughs> you can role play uh me uh in school <laughs> and a plate of cafeteria chicken fingers what? I'm just housing those motherfuckers. I'm munching them down. And you eat your partner, and they're the chicken fingers. <laughs> I went to Bible school, man. I went to Catholic school. It's related. Yeah. I, was, I don't know what that was. What if you, um, like, get a bunch of lions and send her <laughs> in? What's the one story with the lions? I can't. I was trying to pull for Bible study. I couldn't do it. I know. It's David. Yeah, I think usually David's involved. He was all usually over that fucking David. book at the beginning. Friend of the show, David <laughs> from the Bible. <laughs> you can follow him at Bible.com. You can follow him at King of the Jews on <laughs> at King of the Jews on Twitter. <laughs> okay. You've got you got a lot of stuff to work with here. Uh, OP, and I wish you luck because it's a fun time trying out some new stuff, mm-hmm. breaking out of the box. Get it on; it's fun. Yeah. Okay, I got a friend. Uh, yeah, I got a quick note about this one, real quick oh. before you get in here. This question brings us to the friend zone. Friend, 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 friend zone. M nine M seventeen. Keeps mocking me, F-17, experimental fighter jet, for being smart, quote-unquote. To be honest, we have nothing in common. All he talks about are relationships and romance our age. But when I talk about my interests, he brushes them off almost completely. I have another friend. We'll call him Aether? I think it's Aether or Ether, yeah. Why would, why would we call him that? That was a horrible choice. <laughs> we'll call him Arthur. Okay. We both, we, she misspelled Arthur. We both topped the class in the past year. The whole My class? Friend has bad history. What's that? The whole class? You topped the whole class? Okay. These are high school students, Arthur. Ether. My friend has bad history with Arthur. So every time, <laughs> so every time I say something quote unquote smart, he goes, you're just like Arthur. You're all just the same. You all probably have high standards of finding a lover. You don't look down to dumber people like us. Uh, and when I post poetry slash art online, he would mock them again. I don't know. I'm getting annoyed with this. 
TLDR, Frank keeps mocking me for being smart and other things because of his history with my friend slash his old friend, not to mention brushes me off unless it has to something to do with love and romance. That was posted by Capricorn Sun. I thought that said Capri, like Capri Sun for a second. I got all excited. Capri Corn um, Sun. Capri Corn Sun. Um, yeah, these friends sucks. Uh, anti-intellectualism is a fucking cancer, and, uh, I think people should be praised for being into smart things. I think he should be, like, impressed by you with your poetry and your art. All he wants to talk about, because he's, uh, a hor- or she, I'm sorry, is, like, a horned-up teenager. Uh, no, it, it, it is he. I think question it? asker is F-17. Oh, friend, friend M-17. M-17. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, all he wants to talk about is romance. Uh, because uh, his penis is a problem for him and will be for a number of years. Um, <laughs> so that's all he wants to talk about. And he's like, you fucking worry about our dumb people. And it's like, well, you're identifying as a dumb person, which sucks. Uh, like, just fucking like, be happy for your friend being into things. Right. Instead, he's all about relationships and romance, and he's saying to you, feelings don't care about your facts. <laughs> you fucking brain. It does, this does seem a little bit like like a, like an 80s movie or something. He's coming yeah. up in the hall. He's like, "You, oh, you fucking brain. I'm going to stuff you in a locker, and then I'm going to put in one of those... Uh, one of those like Smarties packs with the hearts on it from Valentine's Day, and I'm gonna write on it, and it's gonna say you're a fucking brain. Happy <laughs> Valentine's Day. And then I'm gonna hang out outside your locker and talk about this girl I'm into. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this just sounds like kind of bone stuck, annoying teenage dude yep. syndrome. Yep, 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 yep. He's figuring his shit out. You know, he's got all the the you know horny feelings and like romance type feelings you get flooded with that age and you have no comprehension of them really yeah and i could also see like this dude being a dude who seems kind of like a condescending jerk here yeah uh being somebody who's like you see you find like relationships romance you're like that's what like older people do so i'm fucking cool i'm only gonna talk about this yep anything else is lame because i'm fucking old and cool I actually lost, like, a pretty cool friend when I was around this age because, uh, quote, all I would talk about was mindless self-indulgence and butt sex. (laughs) Sounds rad. Yeah, I was fucking cool. I was a very cool person. (laughs) Yeah, it, it, it sucks. And... You know, it's it's what your fucking parents always told you. Like, people like this, they're fucking ripping on you for no reason because they yeah. got some fucking dumb insecurity shit going on or they're trying to prove something. And it's just corny fucking lame shit. So, you know, head, fucking head on down to chess club. Join the spell and be you fucking brain. Own it. <laughs> Own your braininess. I, I love saying brain as an insult. They would say that in Daria. It cracked me up. <laughs> brain. Brain. You want to talk with your brain, and this guy just wants to talk about getting brain. Yeah. I was trying to work out how to make a, a head joke there. I was trying to figure it out. Couldn't get there. You know what? We worked as a team. We alley-ooped it. Yes, yes, we did. And we will continue to alley-oop it as we move into this next question. Feed me the rock. The rock is the question. <laughs> Uh, my 37F girlfriend, F37, is getting increasingly extreme with her medical beliefs. I'm an atheist. My girlfriend is spiritual, but doesn't practice religion. We knew this from the start, and I'm willing to accept her ways to a certain degree because I do believe people can coexist and love each other without having to constantly argue about beliefs. We've been together about 1.5 years. She believes in stuff like horoscopes, qigong, dream reading, and alternative healing. I don't really respect these beliefs, which is a fucking fun way to put that, Uh, but I don't make a fuss about them to her. Everything else in the relationship is really good, but this has been an issue that keeps appearing periodically. Lately, she's been into this podcast called Medical Medium. She drinks celery juice every morning, drinks a heavy metal detox smoothie every morning, and drinks lemon water all day long. 
cool. I'm fine with all that because they do have a lot of beneficial micronutrients. Uh, the part I don't really agree with is the specific claims that they heal chronic illness. If you've ever listened to Medical Medium, you know the guy claims to be a medium between his listeners and a spirit that guides him with information about wellness. To me, he's a false prophet and his podcasts sound eerily uh, like what I grew up with healing, hearing from pastors and sermons. Lots of pseudoscience that is unprovable, lots of info that they claim nobody else knows or studies, but he knows. He's not a doctor. Anyway, I think you get the idea. She feels so strongly about this stuff, and when people eat in a way that isn't consistent with what she thinks is healthy, it bothers her, and she thinks that those choices are making them sick. She knows that I don't agree with her. I've made my positions clear that I don't believe in spirits, especially those that give medical advice. (laughs) I don't want her to feel like she has to hide part of her life from me because I don't want to hear it, but she doesn't seem open to hearing arguments that question her side. Uh, I'm not really open to hers either. I've tried listening to the podcast and tried listening to her read the book for me. Uh, This reminds me a lot of my mom trying to convince me that the Bible is true. And although her intentions are coming from a good place, I'm not sure how this can work anymore. Wonderful person, but incompatible? We share a lot of other values. It's just this big one, and I'm not sure uh, how we can overcome TLDR, my girlfriend's spiritual beliefs are becoming a problem for me as they are becoming more extreme and specific. This was posted by Loot Hero. Oh, God. That's frustrating. Yeah. And it's it's tough. Uh, let, let, me, let me just get... Here's, here's kind of my thoughts on this in general. Alternative yeah. medicine and stuff. Lay it on me, baby. Okay. So I think people tend to get extreme with this stuff. Uh, because you identify correctly an issue, right? That like medicine in this country, it's fucked, you know, and it is you, you people go broke from trying not to die. Like it's hard to access medicine, all, all fucking kinds of things, all, all fucking kinds of things are wrong with it. And it's exploitative because it exists under capitalism and it's private. So it exists to make money. But the problem is the fucking capitalism part. It's not the medicine. I mean, probably sometimes it is. Companies do fucked up shit. Like, you can't throw out all of modern medicine and, like, antibiotics and vaccines and stuff uh, just because, like, that structure is fucking evil. You kind of got to separate those. But but I get that, though. Like, it, I get the distrust of it because why would you fucking distrust this monstrous fucking... Or why would you trust this monstrous institution? Uh, and, I, and I think, like, alternative medicine could be cool, you know? If you're, if you're kind of doing it, something helps you, that's fine. And if you're doing stuff on your own or like you're collecting like herbs or something like that. But I think it becomes a problem because you get the same fucking capitalism issue where some dickhead like this guy in the podcast he's talking about who thinks he's fucking talking to spirits through the power of podcasting. Only we can do that, my dude. (laughs) They're doing the same shit as the fucking big, uh, you know, exploitative corporations in Western medicine. They're just doing it for alternative medicine. That's absolutely true. Mans is selling books. Uh, Mans is probably. Uh, I wonder if this dude like gets ad revenue off of his fucking medical advice podcast. A billion percent, he, I guarantee it. Where he talks to the fucking like the idea of like a fucking spirit that gives medical advice. Like, why didn't we think of that? We should be making this fucking <laughs> Skrilla. Whoa, Arthur. Yeah, Arthur. There's something. There's something in the room with oh. me. I feel the presence. Oh. Okay. Okay. The air okay. is taking a chill. Okay. Oh, okay, the spirit's controlling me. He he wants to give us a message. Oh. Look, go to RFTB. Patreon.com slash RFTB to get bonus episodes. And also, this guy from Medical Medium is a buster. Whoa. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? <laughs> what were uh, we doing? We're uh, recording a podcast. Uh, oh, you, you, the spirit used the term buster for somebody who's like not cool, which I liked a lot. <laughs> it's a cool spirit. <laughs> the spirit, I think, was from fucking 1993. <laughs> the spirit was from Corey in the house, to be specific. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, it's, it's just like some people get real invested in some fake shit because it makes them feel like they know something that nobody else knows 
right? Yes. So it's just it's like people who are like, yeah, I'm a boss babe. This, I'm on this fucking MLM train. I'm gonna, you know, I'm own my own business. It feels very MLM-y to me. Like all of these scams kind of run together for me. Oh, absolutely. And like a lot of that stuff is connected. Like Herbalife, the fucking big one of the biggest MLMs, yeah. is like an alternative medicine company. Yeah. They sell the fucking shakes and the supplements and shit. Yeah. It it, it all falls under fucking grifter territory. Yeah. And again, like you know, I don't buy this stuff either. I think energy, like kind of the, the stuff that they're talking about here, like that you are contacting a spirit. I don't buy that. I don't think that something is literally speaking to you like that. But if you're somebody who like, you know, you think back on like, oh, maybe people like you've lost or like ancestors and like, huh, I wonder if like, you know, you share those genes. There's some kind of energy connecting you. But there's like a difference between that, which can be, you know, good and fun or maybe even beneficial to you versus being, okay, I have the answers to that and I'm going to sell them to you because I know what big medicine doesn't. (laughs) It's evil. It's just doing the same fucking shit of exploiting people with their health. Like the yeah. worst fucking place to be fucking with people. It's terrible. Uh, uh, so speak- how do we how do we fix it with uh, the girlfriend though? Fucking dump her. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Like I think you got to fucking bounce, man. Because like once this shit takes hold, there's no getting her out. Like you can't fucking extract her without. It's like, like a cult. It's like a cult. Hold on, I mean, they're they're yelling in the fucking hallway for whatever reason. They've been at it for a minute, having a loud conversation. It's real fucking super cool, having a good maybe time. They're ta- maybe they're talking to spirits. Yeah, <laughs> they're just hanging out talking to spirits. <laughs> why? Why would you have a loud conversation at ten forty one p.m. in the upstairs hallway? Hey, they're just trying to wild out, man. This reminds me of the one time I was trying to watch the fucking Matrix Reloaded <laughs> in the living room. <laughs> and uh, my mother and sister stood in the kitchen and had an extremely loud conversation the entire time I was trying to watch the Matrix Reloaded. Oh, uh, God damn it. I'm like, Jesus Christ. People just get tunnel vision sometimes. Yeah, like, they, you know, they were talking about something and they wouldn't fucking keep it going. And you're like, yeah, I'm trying to watch the Matrix Reloaded over here. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to watch the twins with the with the dreadlocks and the sunglasses shoot at Trinity and shit. Oh shit, that, is that this? That's the second one with those. Yeah, Reloaded I was think the. I've, I only ever saw the first, but I saw the scene where they were fighting those bald albino twins, and yep. I was a little shook. They were not. Teen. They were not bald. They had dreadlocks. Oh, albino twins. Yeah. Maybe no you bulk. come from the universe where the Matrix reloaded, like it's a fucking Mandela effect thing. There was one extra, like, shaving razor on set, and the twins were like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Let's go for it. We're doing the bald we're, look. Yeah. More sleek for our fucking ninja moves. I do. Less, I enjoy this digression, and we're keeping it in the program. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's you gotta get rid of her. You gotta fucking get rid of her. Because she's like, she's in a call. And unless you're prepared to do like a full-on fucking intervention extraction on her, I don't think, I think she's lost. I think that's it's, it. I'm I'm gonna, like, I, I have a gut feeling you're probably right. Because she is, it sounds like pretty far into this. Yeah. But that being said, the fact that you have this relationship going, that you've been together for a year and a half, you you know, you're good in other ways, you communicate well. I think you give it one shot. Sure. Or if you're open to it o- over time of just talking to her about it and don't basically, I think they make the point I was making earlier about how like, you know, you can be into this stuff. Like I don't have a problem with that. It's these people who are using this to make money and exploit people like the same way as, you know, fucking big medical companies are like, I think just kind of put, some issues out there, just like concerns. Don't come in calling it pseudoscience and trying to like get into all sure. of like the the stuff behind it. I think tackle really, and that is the main issue. I think with this uh, is these fucking culty people trying to sling their shit. And hopefully, you can get her to cut with that. But Arthur, like you're saying, I mean, this is it's culty. It's it's the same kind of techniques to fuck with people, yeah. get them to buy your shit, get them to follow you, whatever it is. Sometimes both with these fuckers. Um, 
and you might not be able to get her out of that. And if that's the case, that's fucking brutal. But, you know, don't grind yourself down to the nub trying to reach this person if, you know, if it's just not feasible. Yep. Can I uh, give an update on a spiritual cleaning lady? Yeah. In the unnamed retail establishment? So, um... I'm working the service desk and uh, it's getting real fucking hectic, but there's like a lull, right? Mm-hmm. And she comes walking up to empty one of the trash cans and she's just like, I just kind of look at her and I give, I give her one of those like meaningful sighs, like, Ugh, right? <laughs> and then she kind of gives me one back and then she goes, do you think we knew each other in a past life? <laughs> and I said, why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Definitely. Because this is the stuff I'm talking about. Like, shit like that, it's pretty harmless. Yeah, like when it's she told me fun. fucking that uh, Mercury was in retrograde, or the, or the moon was in Pisces, and then I would be all sad. I'm right. Like, fucking thanks for the help. That's chill. Or, or the horoscope shit. Like, that's yeah. this, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't think that's a million percent accurate, but it is fun, and it's a good, like, structure for kind of articulating things that could be hard to you know get across between people like personality aspects sure sure uh but the second like you're reading the fucking star chart to figure out what kind of diabetes medication you should take you're fucking up <laughs> right right or, or fucking you know who to buy something from or if yeah. the stars are telling you that medical medium has all the answers and that's probably not fucking universe energy you probably just got grifted <laughs> that's that's a very good way to put it uh, that's not universe energy you got grifted ah uh, fucking a try not to get grifted folks no uh here's what you do delete that medical medium we say not to fuck with your partner's phone that's a hard and fast rule but we're gonna right. grant one exception <laughs> you're gonna remove that subscription and you're gonna subscribe her to a little podcast i call radio free tote bag folks yep radio free tote bag she's gonna come on down she's gonna find out she's gonna get the answer to all her questions yep she's gonna get in the question box and she's gonna be like my boyfriend doesn't respect my wackadoodle fucking spiritual beliefs (laughs) my boyfriend is bill nye the science guy (laughs) he keeps trying to own me with facts and logic we should all be so lucky to have bill nye the science guy as our boyfriend i he's a little bit Chudley is the wrong word. What? But what? Yeah. Okay, you want to hear a wild story real Let's quick? Let's do it. Yes, please. Okay. High school in Caracas, a gal, I'm a freshman, maybe I'm in eighth grade. She's a senior. She's friends with my brother's friend or something. Turns out she's like the daughter of some Venezuelan oligarch oh. who like is one of the people bolstering the opposition and writing like all the Venezuela's evil pieces for the New York Times. Mm-hmm. She gets a, a a show with Bill Nye. Huh. And I can't remember exactly what it was about, but I think there's like some politics talk in there. But like basically, it's you know it's it's neo lib shit and it sucks. Okay, Bill Nye, stop hanging out with imperialists. I went to high school with. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Uh, fucking fucking weird. Fucking weird. Now maybe he came around. Maybe he's cool now. I don't know. Man. Okay. Ooh, here's another one. We should have known about from the fucking bow tie. Yeah, bow ties sus as fuck. It's true. Not only like a conservative red flag, but also can be like a wacky liberal red flag. Like, whoa, he's pretty out there, and he's like, uh, yeah, things should just con- continue as they are. Uh, there's no problems. <laughs> Let me be clear. Uh, <laughs> that was getting into Obama the prototype little... <laughs> for neoliberal bullshit okay now we're not talking about politics we're talking about sex and sexting I'm someone who is very open minded about sex turn ons experiences and people a lot of the time I'm intrigued as to what others like slash dislike kinks experiences etc But when I talk to people, especially my age, 20s, they immediately think I'm sexting or want to have sex. I do explain when chatting to people that, yes, I'm open and like to talk about it, but that doesn't mean I want it right now with you or ever. I think it's healthy to discuss these things to make people feel more comfortable and accepted for who or what they do. 
Can't two people discuss all things sex without it turning sexual? People discuss football matches, but don't then go and play one. <laughs> Is it just me that's curious about other people and likes to be open about everything? Anyway, just wondered what others' thoughts were on this, and that was posted by AJ99YL. Uh, you and I talk about sex uh, on an incredibly regular basis, and I have not one time wanted to have sex with you. Yeah, I I only pop like maybe one boner an episode on average. <laughs> We're doing pretty great. And that was only when we clicked over to our pussy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so I think I think what's at play here is like levels and expectations with the people you're discussing sex with. So like if you immediately say you meet somebody at the bar. God, do you remember going to bars? That was, that was many pretty cool. years ago. That was Walk fun. up, hey, bar t- barkeep. Let me get a sarsaparilla. Yep. Uh, but say you meet somebody and then like from the jump, like the first thing you talk about with this person is like, uh, <laughs> hey, let me get a sarsaparilla. You turn and there's like a fucking cute guy and you look at him and you're like, I really like it when my pussy gets eaten this way. Right. He's going to think certain <laughs> things about what your intentions are. Right. right. So it's about like levels and expectations. Like if you're having conversations with people that aren't like very close with you and you don't have anything established with them. I think if you talk about sex, then they're going to be like, Oh, this, this person wants to have sex with me. Yeah. I mean, cause it's not something that comes up easily in conversation. Cause you know, it's considered very private and shameful and kills Jesus and all that stuff. <laughs> and I mean, that still holds in our culture, you know, yeah. Pretty well, not just in the sense like obviously you wouldn't just talk about this kind of thing all the time, but that like even asking somebody like about kink or something in general can like make people feel uncomfortable because shameful. Shame. Um, so it's just kind of I think it just kind of depends on the person. I think there's some people. It's probably rare, but there's some people who can just go. You could come talk to me about shit, and I'd be like, that's cool. I like talking about that kind of thing. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but some people, maybe you could go up and the first time around, they might be like uneasy about it. But like, if you're close with that person, you can kind of open up about that stuff. Right. Cause like, I'm not trying to invalidate people for who it is like a private thing. Like that's, that's okay. Um, but if, if you're kind of like, you, you, I guess you just can't expect everybody just to be cool about talking about this. Right. Uh, but I, it's good I to think, try. I think you should be the third mic on radio free tote bag. There we go. Then you can talk about sex with, uh, you know, you turn ons, experiences, people, you know, you talk about all that shit. With no more than one boner per episode. <laughs> it's Radio Free <laughs> Topeg, and I'm Donovan, I'm Arthur, and I'm AJ99YL. <laughs> and I am a single erection. <laughs> with the fourth bonus host, he's back, folks. <laughs> oh, shit, that's good. I, yeah. Um, I mean, one more thing on this. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what we're trying to do with this show to an extent. Yeah. Is just talking about this stuff openly without it needing to be like a weird thing. And it could just be kind of a funny thing to talk about. But like, you know, it's just, it's a serious thing at the same time, too. I feel like that's oftentimes the best way to like tone for talking about kinks and stuff. You got to keep it a little because it, it is funny. You just kind of got to accept that and be cool with that. And it's a little it's a little less uncomfy. Huh? That's true ways. Donovan, so, yeah. Wow, yeah. I have to. I was gonna say, key, I guess, keep on doing what you're doing to question asker. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. maybe aim for people you trust more, a little more than strangers, though. For sure. Man, this plant root makes me fucking talkative. I feel like I'm <laughs> saying more shit. <laughs> I like it. I hope the gum hasn't been too bad for everybody. Maybe I haven't you know, noticed actually. You haven't noticed? Okay. Okay, that's over the cool. Skype call. Maybe we'll play the episode and it'll just be like recording live from inside Arthur's Chompers. Yeah. Well, trigger in everyone's misophonia there for a second. Sorry about that, folks. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Hey, hey. Our intro What's song up? is the song Hanging On by the band Nowhere. You can find their shit over at nowheremusic.bandcamp.com. Yeah, and our outro music is the fucking Hey Fellows. You can find them at Instagram.com slash the Hey Fellows. Or you can go on Spotify and you type in the three words and it's the Hey Fellows. That just turned into Gilbert Godfrey for some reason. <laughs> you can type it! <laughs>
<laughs> Time to get into three words. <laughs> oh, Gilbert. <laughs> uh, I feel goofy shit, but I got to go to bed because I got to go uh, do retail more tomorrow. Harder. Damn. Fuck. Hey, you got your uh, leaf, the green snow, the powdered green. It's a green Christmas, folks. Yep. (laughs) Crapmas. Because you got got a little cratty buddy, and uh, it definitely helps with the fucking darkness, I tell you what. I'm going to, yeah, get off work, eat one teaspoon of that this time, and rock and roll. Play some fucking video games. There we go. Well, folks, thanks for joining us. Uh, I do hope that you enjoyed it. I enjoyed making it. As I as I always do, and uh, I'm gonna fucking just tell you that fuck I like I love you. Thanks, bye. Mwah. Putting on shoes can be a backbreaking chore. <laughs> One wrong step, you'll end up on the floor, and taking them off can hurt even more. That's why they're shoe teeny. It's a shoehorn on a stick. <laughs>